Welcome to the Vox Group's Leader Podcast, where we talk through practical tools and skills to help you grow as a leader in order to lead healthy, vibrant, and growing community groups. Welcome back, community group leaders. We are excited. Not only are we sitting here with a very special guest, but we are in the midst of Christmas season. And I am so excited about this season. I'm excited about our community groups, everything that's going on. I'm excited about next year. So before we introduce our special guest, uh, Kish, how you doing? I am doing great. Awesome. I am loving this Christmas season. I mean, my son, he, he wanted us to put up a tree November 1st. Uh, there's nothing and wrong with that. And we leaned in. <laughs> we leaned in. <laughs> and it's been great. It's been a great season. Yeah. yeah it's, I mean, it, it's, it's just one of those times that we can kind of just embrace what's going on, you know, and I think uh, everything that's going on with Vox, I'm super excited about, um, you know, the Christmas tour that's happening and yeah. a lot of planning going into that. And, you know, I'm sure all the community group leaders are, are kind of, you know, it's that time of the season where mm-hmm. people are kind of getting together. We did mention that in an earlier uh, podcast, you know, you want to do something with your group. You want to do something special. But without any further ado, we are sitting here with the one and only Nancy Silva. Nancy, how are you? I'm fabulous, guys. So glad to be here with you this morning. It's it's you know it's a pleasure to have you here on the podcast, and we're excited about um, you know what we're going to talk about in in just one second. But Keisha, uh, I just wanted to kind of direct the conversation back to you mm-hmm. again. Um, you know, over the last year, there's so many amazing things that has happened uh, within our community here at Vox. You know, and I just wanted to look down or look back down that road just yeah. a little bit. You know, what are some of the highlights that that I mean, just one that you kind of look back and you're like, wow, this was this was an amazing year. You know, it's been amazing is um, for a long time, right? We were in COVID and a pause on on what we, we feel called to do is launch campuses, right? Yeah, and yeah. in cities, why? Because we want to see people reach for Jesus. And and the fact that we launched two new campuses, I think that's awesome. Yeah. So Clinton, New Britain, shout out. Man, God has been moving mm-hmm. those campuses. People are there. They're mm-hmm. they're experiencing just the love of Jesus, and yeah. and it's just awesome to see that take mm-hmm. place. Uh, Nancy, did you get a chance to go to either either one of those campuses? I'm actually in Clinton. Oh, I live snaps, in, snaps I live in Clinton. Clinton so I drive about a mile and a half to church, which is the first time ever yeah. in my history. At a, mile oh, a mile and a half. A mile and a half. Roll <laughs> down the road. We're used to the long commutes. So yeah, I'm super excited about what I see going on. Yeah. yeah. And what, in our campuses. And what about you? This last year, if there's one one thing that kind of jumped out that the community of Vox, you know, just to be a part of it, you know, what's one thing that kind of stood out for you this year? I have to say, back to the Clinton launch, being mm-hmm. part of a body, a local body in where you live, in the town you live, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. working with Matt Sissio, Savannah, Stephen Athens. It's such a such a great team, such a great crew there. People are very excited about yeah. seeing what God's going to do in the town of Clinton. Yeah, you know what? And I think what's been taking place there has been like a hunger mm-hmm. in people. Yeah. Um, I I feel like we're writing something here. Like we're, God, the spirit of God is moving and like really just igniting people's hearts. It's a yeah, hunger yeah. to grow, a hunger for Jesus. Like even where we're headed, you know, we just got through the series of open doors and mm-hmm. and and talking through what's taking place here at Vox, what has taken place and where we're going. Mm-hmm. You know, even thinking about discipleship first. Yeah. You know, um there is such a hunger. And then um our leaders coming in, there's there's like this such such a passion and desire. Yes, I wanna see people 
grow in Jesus and they're like all in. So yeah, hundred percent. And that's, that's our topic here today. Yeah. <clears throat> we're, we're talking about a year in review. And one of the things that I kind of, uh, you know, got a firsthand glimpse at, cause you know, I do work on the production side of things is putting together these videos and kind of seeing the statistics mm. that are coming in, mm -hmm. you know, and y you watch it and you're amazed and then you kind of rewatch it and then you're editing it and you all of a sudden you sit back and you're like, Oh my, that's so many people that yeah. came to Jesus this year, yeah. you know, and I'm sure that's not the, you know, the final number. I'm sure there's people that we haven't counted, yeah. but you know, you think about that and you think about the lives that they're going to live from here on out mm. and they're not only changing their life, but they're changing the legacy of yeah. their family. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. you know, to really kind of sit back and think about that. I, I mean, sometimes it just, you know, you just stop and look and you're like, you know, God is good. Yeah, God, God has been God so, so faithful. I mean, I really enjoy the Open Doors mm. series. Yeah. I'm super excited to see like the God-inspired generosity. Yeah, yeah. You know why? For people. For people. Yeah. To reach the hundreds, ten thousands of people in New England. I'm very excited to... I'm excited for next year. Yeah, I that's mean, I, I and, and that's exactly what I was just thinking. I mean, on the flip side of that, I can't believe the year's over. I know. You know, where did the I year know. go? I mean, I feel like this was the first year <laughs> yeah. that everything was back to full, like New England full speed. I'm not getting any older though. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's that's a, <laughs> that's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I like that. I know. I hear a lot of comments where it's like, "Yes, this year was great, but I can't wait to get to the next year." Yeah, yeah. like I can't wait to start to the next year. You know, mm -hmm. um, and I found myself saying that, and. Um, I just started saying, wait, but what about what took place this year? Have I took a minute to pause and reflect on just to just to look at what God has done? There's been a scripture um, that um, I've been reflecting on in Isaiah where it says, forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. Mm -hmm. And then it says, behold, I'm doing a new things. But, you know, contrast to that, like it says, do not dwell. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes like there is a temptation to stay there in the past. So we don't want to look, we yeah, want to look yeah. in the past because we're like, we don't want to stay there. But there is power in like pausing and reflecting and learning from what the Lord did and celebrating some of the things that the Lord has done. Because we can miss those moments, yeah. you know? Yep. And um, and I think there is just such awesome thing. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And that's, you know, again, uh, Nancy, you're always welcome. But there was a reason we brought you on this oh, podcast really? today. You know, so <laughs> I was uh, can you just give us a little bit about you know, what what is your role here at Vox? What is it that you do? Sure. Um, what is it that I do? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I try to walk around the office looking very busy. No, the very serious look you on do my a face. Great, you do a great job. Thank you for that, Karen. I'm glad you noticed that. You always have papers in your hand. I, You're ready I, to go. I look like I'm going somewhere with a mission. Um, so this role of, of spiritual life pastor, it's still really being defined clearly, but but overall, it we're looking at, as an organization, we're looking at soul health. Mm -hmm. We're looking at how we, st as staff, and then as volunteer leaders, all you guys listening to this, how we keep our souls and spirits vibrant, yeah. our union with Christ coming first. So you know, there's a, a real sobering verse in Matthew 7 where, um, you know, Jesus talks about those who, who came to him and he, he said, you know, they said, we did this for you, God, we did this for you, Lord, and we did this. And he said, but I never knew you. Uh, yeah. And I know that's not our heart. That's not where we want to be. But there is an, um, there's always a chance in ministry that we, we, um, anchor our identity to what we do to our performance. Um, so the whole idea of my role is to find, to discover opportunities or resources that, that we can embrace um, to lead to a deeper walk with Christ. Less, maybe less doing for God and more being with God because I find 
the more I'm with God, the more I do. Yeah. Mm. That, that flows from that. So, you know, in this idea of, of our union with Christ, it's experiencing, knowing, and relying on the love of God first and foremost before our performance, before what we do, before success. You know, as followers of Jesus, our true, our truest and deep, right, deepest identity is found in Christ. Yeah. And um, that's easy to lose in the busyness of life. So that's that's my focus. I and I think you hit the nail right on the head. The busyness of life, yeah. you know, and sometimes that we find ourselves, uh, you know, especially as as community group leaders, you know, you think, okay, this is what I do. I get ready. I do this. I do that. Mm-hmm. And, and and almost becomes routine, yes. routine. And when you got and for me personally, I'm not going to speak for everybody, but when you get into that routine, you know, sometimes it's like. I'm doing the same thing. You know, I need to kind of spice it up just a little bit. And, you know, I've been to your trainings and and you've also put some things in perspective. You're like, well, try this. You know, it kind of opens up your mind to, to different, you know, practices and different things that you can do. You know, you don't just have to open up your Bible, read the same thing, listen to a worship song and, you know, close your Bible. And that's, that's it for today. You know, but again, we find ourselves, we're comfortable. I'm comfortable with routine. I eat the same thing every morning. I am comfortable (laughs) with routine, (laughs) you know, but that's, I don't think that that's the, that's what God has in store for us. So, you know, I'm going to give it back to you. What are some of these practices and what are some of these things that we can do? You know, just, I mean spitballing, you know, yeah. what are some things that are just out of the ordinary that many of our group leaders might might be interested in? It's so great, Kurt, because I find the same thing. I can get into a rut with my daily time with God. And, and really, first and foremost, is carving out that time mm. for daily time with God. And some of us, we struggle there because mm. of the kids and the job and the family and all these things we have to, all our responsibilities. But that giving that first hour, half hour of the day really makes a huge difference. But again, you can get stuck in, in a routine of, of a worship song, a Bible passage, yeah. and, and then some kind of quick prayer. So there's true. so much more. There's different types of prayer. There's centering prayer. There's breath prayers. There's fixed hour prayer where you stop at set times during the day just for two or three minutes and you reconnect your soul, your connection with Jesus. There's things like stillness and silence, which are so Countercultural. Not good at that. <laughs> I, and you know that. what? I'm not. I'm ne- Me, not either. Yeah. <laughs> but like, you start with one minute, two minutes, yeah. two minutes a day. I can tell you, it's had a profound effect mm-hmm. on my soul, mm-hmm. on my experiencing God, my encountering God. Then there's different ways to approach Scripture. There's lectio divina, where it's more of a contemplative, asking God, looking at small passages and asking Him to illuminate. There's memorizing Scripture, simple things like that. Yeah. Um, we we really encourage our staff to take retreats, whether it's a three-hour retreat or all the way up to a full day. We have materials for those. So there's just different ways to spice up yeah. our spiritual yeah. life. Today, I wanted to focus on one. I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go um, ahead. Go ahead. I want to talk about the exam. And, and I think Keisha have a few things to say about it as well. But that's a really simple yet profound spiritual mm. uh, discipline or practice you can add to your life easily. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, Nancy actually walked our female staff through um, not just a daily exam, but a, but a yearly exam. And, and um, it's like reflecting, like we're talking about a year in a review, um, like through the year. And, um, you know, as we walk through it, I was like, this is hard. Yeah. <laughs> it was a little overwhelming for me because mm. um, I'm like, ah. We got to start with January. <laughs> January was a very hard month yeah. for, for me and my family. Um, but as I went back there and I said, okay, and she had us bring um, 
like a calendar? What are some things Jesse, I'm missing? Your, your photo, yeah, your phone, photos, your phones, and your Spotify, your music. Yeah, it's very practical to things to get like an yeah. overview before the Lord, um, and just see what did He do, what did He speak. Um, and one thing that was impactful, and I just want to encourage you because as I went through it, it was overwhelming. Um, but when I went through it, um, there was a specific word that the Lord gave me. He said, um, I'm peeling back the layers and I'm setting things in order. That was in February. And when I saw that and I look through the year, God has been so faithful. Like this has been a year of deep healing for me and personally. And he was, he's been doing it very kind, peeling back. Mm -hmm. And as I looked at like the, the journal entries and friends that he brought into my life to encourage me in different um, moments throughout the year, it was just, oh my God. So I'm ending this year with like, God, you are so yeah, faithful so and you are so good. Yeah, mm, That's so yeah. good. Yeah. You know, the heart of the exam and even starting with the daily exam is this, it's a practice that helps us just be aware or discern like the voice and activity of God. I think we're so used to feeling like God's challenging us or he's kind of coming after things in our lives. And there's some truth to correction and discipline, my Lord, but this is this is an invitation from God to just take a look when we do a daily exam and take a look at the flow of our day, mm. um, where we encountered God, where we're aware of his presence, how we loved, et cetera, a whole bunch of different small things we look at. Um, and just at the end of it, you really see that God is faithful. Yeah. Whether it's daily, weekly, monthly, or all year. As I, I'm working on my end of the year exam in two and I'm just seeing like prayers I prayed in January, mm. in February. Yeah. Like God answered. Mm -hmm. He answered. As I look at the songs that meant something to me, the anthems, the worship songs that carried me. That's um, good. It is, it is profound. Um, yeah. yeah. The end of the year. The, the, the daily thing I'd love to talk about a little more, but yeah. end of year is... is is a great exercise. Yeah, the bolt. Yeah, I know. Where will we start? Yeah, so that that's what yeah. I was wondering. Yeah. You know, I mean, I was not at that training, unfortunately. <laughs> it was um, just for the ladies. Yeah, I, I was not there. So if, you know, if we were to do that, is this something where are we writing in a journal? Are we kind of, you know, mapping out the the weeks? I mean, how does something like that, what, is, what does that look like, you know, in a practical standpoint? Yeah, that's great. And, you know, hindsight, because we do these trainings and then we ask for some feedback. Hindsight. Um, there's a better way to be prepared to do this, which mm -hmm. community group leaders, those who are listening, you can begin this in January to, to prepare um, for this gift of an end of year exam. So an end of year exam really helps us develop like self-awareness, recognize how we respond to God. It shows the opportunities for transformation and how God has changed things. So the big picture is that. But if we wheel back, reel back, the starting point is big is to introduce this habit into your daily life. Yeah. And we can talk about that a little bit. Simple, the the daily examine, which happens at, you can do it in the evening or in the morning, five to seven minutes, and I'll talk about that in a minute, but also the practice of journaling. Mm. You know, journaling is not a girly, dear diary yeah. habit. <laughs> yeah. Not pink furry yeah, yeah. diary with a lock on it. <laughs> it it's, it's profound, it validates what God has, is speaking to you and you can go back and look. You know what's so crazy is, um, I reviewed a journal from 2017 because wow. I'm I, I write in my journals and you know just different things I'm praying or impressions from the Lord and and um, in November I forgot what date 11th actually November 11th of 2017 I wrote me and my husband will be working in ministry oh. together wow yes. look at that 
Wow. And I'm reflecting back. Wow. It's 2023. Six years. And I'm like, oh, God, you know how to answer. You know, like, wow. it was just like a thought. Like, so yes, great. this is going to happen by faith. And then seeing it come to pass. So journaling, it has been very impactful yeah, for my life. Huge. It's yeah. really huge. Um, so you want to talk a little bit about the daily exam? Yeah, let's it do it. Like? Is that yeah. okay? Um, I'm so thrilled, for those of you who are listening, that Keisha is um, really more concerned about your soul than what you do. Um, so I want to encourage you, like, we're going to put together some resource worksheets, sheets for you, just letting you know things you can read and listen to. But a, a daily, we put this together for our team. It's called an evening examine. Mm. Evening examine, E-X-A-M-E-N, an examine. And again, the purpose. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> I always looked up, yeah, yeah. I looked up the word examine, like yeah. going to the doctor for an examine. It's an examine. And it's, it. it's a no, very old practice. Not, we didn't invent it here. Um, and we do it again to reflect, reflect prayerfully on our day, to increase the awareness and the attentiveness to the presence of God. I personally do it in the evening before I go to sleep. Oftentimes I'm laying in bed and I'm doing, I'm, I'm reading these or remembering these few questions you can put on an index card. Um, and how do we do it? There's a, there's a simple daily prompt. I'm going to give you an example of one where you, at the end of the evening, you just find a quiet place. Um, this is maybe five to seven minutes and it does, you don't need a journal. You don't need anything to write in. You don't need your Bible at that point. And you're just encountering God. So you, you begin with a deep breath being comfortable, not so comfortable that you fall asleep. <laughs> so I'm sitting up in bed when I do this. One minute of silence, which can be hard, but it's not impossible, where we just let our our minds settle. One of my favorite things is snow globes, which I know is weird for someone my age, but that <laughs> snow globe, let that, let that settle. And then there's questions we can consider. Um, what we created for our staff, there's different questions every day. So Monday, our three questions are, when did I love well? When did I love well today? So after your moment of silence, you're reflecting and you're inviting the Holy Spirit. And again, it's not a witch hunt. Lord, when did I well, love well today? And you just, in your mind's eye, you're reviewing your day. Mm-hmm. And then there's only two questions for this. I stand corrected. Then the second one would be like, Lord, when did I not well today? When did I not love well today? And it's, we can be afraid of that, but again, God's not doesn't have a baseball hat, a baseball bat in his hand. He's he's inviting us to just see where, you know, where we're aware of him and where maybe we just we're striving in our own strength. After those questions, you reflect. Um, you know, there's things to celebrate, ways God used you and worked through you and and you experienced his love. And then there's ways you might have to go, I can do that better. Lord, I'm turning away from that. I'm repenting. And then close with a simple prayer in this in this specific exam. And it's, Father, I receive your love for me. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit, fill my heart with love for others. Now, this sounds almost so simple that it wouldn't have any impact. But any of you who have exercised or changed your eating habits, small changes make a big difference. And mm-hmm. this is a simple, simple spiritual practice you can put in your life starting tonight. Yeah, yeah, really. that's good. I love that's how good. it ends with um, like a prayer, like Father, yeah. I receive your love. Oh, yeah. You know, we live in a culture that's so busy, yes. you know, and we're doing, doing, doing. Just said we started this podcast talking about like, you know, being instead of just doing, and it's great to do, but there is an aspect of just being with the Lord yeah. and receiving the love of God. Um, at our group's rally back in September, you talked 
to our leaders about the importance of allowing God, our shepherd, shepherd our souls. And and I think this is an invitation yeah. by even, um, you know, just saying, okay, I'm going to try this. I'm going to try a daily examine. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a time to pause and, and just receive the love of your father for you. You're the, you know, the Bible talks about um, he disciplines those that he loves. Like our father is very kind, you know, and, and loving towards us and receiving that and receiving just what he has for us on a daily basis. That's good. That's good. You know, and again, just kind of listening to to all this, you know, I want to remind our community group leaders, this is, this is, we're trying to empower you guys to go above, like not above and beyond, but we're trying to give you the resources in order to have a strong relationship with God, you know, and again, this is one of those practices that, um, yeah, I can say I'm not great at, I'm not great at, you know, journaling and reflecting. I'm, you know, we're working on it, um, you know, but it kind of hits home. And again, this is a perfect time as we approach 2024 to kind of, you know, get in, get into some habits, get into some habits that maybe outside the realm of your routine. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's what I'm challenging myself, uh, on with this upcoming year, but, you know, just kind of sitting there and a community groups, you know, that how we're running things is going to change a little bit. It's a perfect opportunity to kind of input this practice into your life. Um, you know, so I encourage all you guys out there to, you know, really kind of set some goals for yourself. Mm. Um, you know, yeah. I'm going to start with one minute, Nance. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. One minute is a win. Yeah. Just, and just two other things about the exam and Kishi, you were referencing, um, just the shepherding and all that. God, it's his loving kindness mm. that brings us to repentance. It's not his anger. You know, maybe we've experienced parents that have been tough or disciplinary, disciplinary and, you know, people in our life. God's loving kindness brings us to repentance. And I don't know about you guys, but I hate clutter. I'm mm. not a clutterer. This kind of exercise removes the clutter from your heart, mm. the offenses of the day, the ways we've maybe fallen a little short, the, the things we've seen. It, it keeps our hearts clear and clean mm-hmm. and, and keeps the, the clutter out that can sometimes trip us up. So yeah, good. no, it's good. So you know, I just want to encourage you, community group leader, um, next year, uh, we have been talking about, you know, making space to equip and um, coming up the week of January 7th um, from your campus, you should be receiving an invite um, to gathering our leaders together for that equipping. Mm-hmm. And what we're really um, talking about is not just facilitating the group, but, but how do we shepherd our people? But it begins with allowing the Lord to shepherd your yeah. own soul. Yeah. And so thank so, you so much. Thank you, Nancy, for, for coming on. Yeah. Yeah. Keish, it's always a pleasure with you. But Nancy, I just want to say thank Thanks. you uh, so much for coming on to the podcast. And you know, for everybody listening, make sure to check out the show notes because we'll, we will have some information there if you, you want to dive a little bit more into this topic. Um, you know, We're happy to, to provide anything that you guys need. So we just want to thank you again for listening. Uh, we want to say Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Christmas. And get ready for January because yeah. here, here we come. So we'll see you guys next month.